Our scripture reading this morning is from the New Testament, the book of John, chapter 17, verses 20 through 26, which you can find on page 985 of your pew Bible if you would like to follow along. I asked not only on behalf of these, but also on behalf of those who will believe in me through their word, that they may all be one. As you, Father, are in me, and I am in you, may they also be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given them, so that they may be one as we are one, I in them and you in me, that they may become completely one, so that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Father, I desire that those also whom you have given me may be with me where I am to see my glory, which you have given me because you loved me before the foundation of the world. Righteous Father, the world does not know you, but I know you, and these know that you have sent me. I made your name known to them, and I will make it known so that the love with which you have loved me may be in them and I in them. The word of the Lord. Let us bow together in prayer. Eternal God, as we gather now before your table, we pray that you will speak to us by your word and spirit, that our hearts and minds may be prepared to celebrate this sacrament and to go from this place into the world to be the people you call us to be in Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Eileen Lindner is a Presbyterian Christian educator. She tells a story of how one afternoon she was lifeguarding as her young son played in their backyard swimming pool. Now this wasn't a big pool, it was one of these little rubber uh, pools about six inches deep and maybe five feet across. One of those little things in which after about five minutes, there's a lot more grass clippings in the pool than children or water. <laughs> it was a hot day, and as the little boy played in the pool, he became thirsty. Eileen was sitting in a lawn chair under an umbrella enjoying a cup of lemonade. So the little boy got out of the pool and came over and asked her if he could have a sip of her lemonade. As she raised her arm to share the lemonade with him, he drew the glass toward his lips and then hesitated. And she said, you could almost see his nursery school teacher coming to his mind and delivering her lecture on preschool hygiene. And so he asked his mother, Mom, if I drink from your cup, will I catch your dreams? 
Now, surely he meant to say germs, but he got his words mixed up. Will I catch your dreams? He said, dreams. Well, he drank the lemonade and went back to the pool. But Eileen said as she sat there, she thought, oh, my precious son, if all it took for you to know my dreams for you, if all it took was for us to sip lemonade from a common cup, then you would know what I hold in my heart for your young life. You would see yourself as I see you, even at this tender age, and your hopes would soar to unimaginable heights. But of course, it was just a slip of the tongue. Eileen's story calls to my mind another story, a story told in the Broadway show Man of La Mancha, the adaptation of the Cervantes classic Don Quixote. It's the story of a poor, modest man living in the village of La Mancha who became obsessed with chivalry and the conquest of evil. And in his obsession, he basically lost his mind and decided to become a knight errant and to travel with his horse and a suit of armor to redress every sort of evil in the world and to seek the friendship of anyone who would catch and share his dreams. A local barmaid named Aldonza became Don Quixote's ideal of virtue, though she was not a particularly virtuous woman. He renamed her Dulcinea, and his quest for goodness was dedicated to her honor. She did not understand at all what he was doing, and neither did anyone else for that matter. She watched him endure persecution and abuse, which made him even more determined to pursue his vision. In his quest, he famously tilted at windmills and had more misadventures than we could recount this morning, until finally he was forced to abandon his quest and to admit that he was nothing but an old fool. When Dulcinea, or Aldonza, asked him what he was thinking, he described his actions in these words. To dream the impossible dream, to fight the unbeatable foe, to bear with unbearable sorrow, to run where the brave dare not go, to right the unrightable wrong, to love pure and chaste from afar, to try when your arms are too weary to reach the unreachable star. This is my quest, to follow that star no matter how hopeless, no matter how far, to be willing to fight for the right without question or pause, to be willing to march into hell for a heavenly cause. And I know if I'll only be true to this glorious quest, that my heart will lie peaceful and calm when I'm laid to my rest, and the world will be better for this. That one man, scorned and covered with scars, still strove with his last ounce of courage to reach the unreachable star. More than 50 years ago, there was yet another man who had what seemed an impossible dream, 
He stood on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial in Washington, D.C. and declared, I have a dream. His dream was of a day when this country would rise up and live out the meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal. He called upon the nation to catch his dream, a dream of a day when all the children of this land would be judged not by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. Inevitably, I think that leads us to yet one more man, the one who said, this cup is the new covenant sealed in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it, remembering me. And that should lead us to ask, Lord, if I drink from your cup, will I catch your dreams? I think that's what Jesus calls his disciples to do, that it is what he wants for you and for me. Take this cup and drink from it and catch my dreams for you, for men and women and children everywhere. Drink deeply of this cup and catch my dreams of human hearts made new and pure and whole by the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Catch my dream of a peaceable kingdom where all peoples and nations live together under the reign of justice and righteousness and peace. Catch my dream of a day when human beings will show respect for God's creation, exercising grateful stewardship rather than practicing greedy domination. Catch my dream of a world free of terrorism and hatred and despair a world driven by mutual respect and self-forgetting love and an enduring hope. Catch my dream of a church truly united and worthy of the calling to which it is called to be the body of Christ in the world so that the world may know him and the one who sent him. Catch my dream of a world that will be better for this that one man scorned and covered with scars still strove with his last ounce of courage, was willing to endure even the cross, to give up his life, to march into hell for a heavenly cause, to set you and me free from bondage to sin and death, and to usher us into the kingdom of God. Believing that this is what Jesus had in mind, let us pray to God that today and every time we drink from this cup, that we will catch all over again the dreams of Jesus, his dreams for us and for his church and for the whole world. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. <coughs>